After giving us fascinating insight into the complex underworld of cash and transit heists, author Andrew Brown has treated us to a reading of his award-nominated book. The Heistman is up for this year's Sunday Times Literary Awards in partnership with Exclusive Books. Hot 1027's Jenny Chris Williams has more. Well, welcome to our last day of The Heisman, written by Andrew Brown. But today, Andrew, today is your moment where you are going to do a reading. Thank you, Jenny. Andile took a deep breath and waited. He pushed his panic down and replaced it with a feeling of calm that he summons during a heist. But his body was tense and alert. Sure enough, he felt a movement behind him and a burly body shifted past and eased into the vacated chair. Hello, Andile. Hello, Boor. That's a bit crass, isn't it? I expected that from some of your colleagues, but not from you. Andile stared at the detective, unflinching. It was the same cop who'd been outside Passport's girlfriend's house, who tried to chase him, a rugged man with a slightly weather-beaten face. Who are you? Andile asked. I'm the man ending your career. I didn't realize I had a career. Aren't I too young to be settled into a career? Careers don't have to be settled, Andile. They can be changed, given the right opportunity. Are you offering me the opportunity of a career change, Mr. Policeman? Guns have been drawn, Andile. That usually means someone goes down. Don't draw a gun unless you intend to use it. It's an old police training phrase. You must have me mistaken with someone else, someone who had choices, someone who grew up with opportunities. Son, my mother grew up in a council flat in Hanover Park. My childhood was spent dodging gangsters and their guns. We all have choices. Yes, and now you hunt and torture and beat and kill, just like them. You're not really any different. You just have the machinery of the state on your side. Does that make you a better person? This isn't about who is better, son. But please do not make the mistake of thinking what you do is honorable or glamorous or worthy of anything other than scorn. The policeman glowered, his eyes cold now. This idea that no one owns the money you steal is a self-serving fabrication. Innocent men get killed for it. Men who had no opportunity, have no better opportunity than you but who chose to be security guards and police officers, brave, honorable, and gunned down like cowards. Andile felt a flash of anger. He gripped his fists together. Anyone who thinks being a cop in this country is honorable is delusional, he growled back. You are there to control the frustrations of the poor. You serve the rich to keep the disadvantaged in their place. Your job is to protect privilege in every form political, financial, social. By definition, your job is to protect ownership, to protect what the citizens have. What of those who have nothing? We protect rights, the policeman said calmly. Rights, irrespective of what you own, above money, or so it should be. Is that what you really think this police force is doing? Andile laughed. You're ignoring the reality, Mr. Cobb. The police gun down those who protest at their poverty. Your job is to control those who speak up about the lack of service delivery. The two men paused, bulls poised to clash. The waiter approached them nervously, menus in hand, but the detective waved him away firmly. 
You need me, Andile said, more softly now. Without me, there is no you. Without my career, you have no career. We are the two sides of a coin, without which there is nothing. Would there be a you if there wasn't a me, asked the policeman. Andile thought for a moment. That's a hard question. I know you want me to say that I need you, that our society needs policing. Yes, without you, there would be anarchy, a free-for-all, private armies and private security companies and running battles on the streets. Not so different then, the policeman said dryly. Neither man smiled outwardly. Yes, perhaps not so different, said Andile. Hot 1027